five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. I'm excited for this interview. Uh, it's visual digital as per Mondays. And I'm going to use this background record because it, it, <laughs> I'm just so happy. My goodness. I'm hanging out with the one and only award winning writer, director, producer, filmmaker. TV person and just outright awesome human being. Welcome to Five Nights. How do you do? I need to get a round of applause for you before you even answer. Hey. Uh huh. Karabolidira joins me tonight for Visual Digital. As you would know, Visual Digital is all about showcasing and celebrating African creativity in the visual digital space. Uh, whether you are behind the lens or you are the person who writes the script. Or you are the person who goes finds money to make the work come alive. Well, Karabo does it all. <laughs> Karabo, welcome to welcome to Five Nights. How you how do you do? Ah, uh, thank you very much for having me. I'm so happy to be Africa, and I do well. I do well despite uh-huh. the cold front. Uh-huh. And I'm, you look you look warm. fly. Thank you. I you look like fly. a Black Panther. Yeah, oh, that's the beret. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm having a bad hair day. I haven't done my braids, so I'm trying to make it look cool. Uh-huh. But the security guard at my complex says I look like I'm going to choir practice. So it's not working out. <laughs> the look is not working out for me, so I better get my braids. Oh, dear. <laughs> not very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one thing about choir practice, nobody's looking at your hair, bro. <laughs> no, no. You must, you must oh, man. Dude, um, where do we start? First and foremost, mm-hmm. I think your sense of humor is impeccable. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, we were raised by a funny mother. Okay. I think uh, when the tough times came, she was born in 1948. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's like she was born <laughs> alongside apartheid. And her coping mechanism was humor. Uh-huh. Uh, God bless her. I think it... Uh, Made us survive this long, so uh-huh. we figured let's just follow suit, you know. Uh, she's a very funny woman, bless her. Oh man! Yeah, so shout out to your moms. Yeah, man, yo. always and all the moms, always. And and speaking of like just the influence, at least <laughs> in her sense of humor, um, it rubs off because it's the first person you see and the last person you see, right? And they discipline you, they also encourage you. Yeah. What do you have to say to young parents um, who are not trying to raise their children? Who are not trying to raise their children, they should try raise their children. I think And by that, this is not a low blow to people who yeah. are being assisted by their parents to raise sure. their children, but just in reality. Yeah, I think I think what my mother gave us was a little bit of friendship, you know. I know like parenting is not about friendship, but she was kinda like real about it, you know. Mm. Like I'll give you an anecdote. Like when I was in matric. I thought I'd be a great maths and science because I was like, I was doing so well, and mm. she was a single mom. And I thought, yo, I'm gonna pass, and I'm gonna like get into engineering, and I'm gonna make money, I'm gonna yes. build my mom a house, and then buy a car, you know. But I didn't really like yes. uh, maths or science or engineering. You, you just know? happen to be good at it. Yeah, and then when you're good at it, and you're like a black kid, you think, let me not be an artist let me be like something kind of worthwhile at home you know and she's the person along with my brother she's the one who said but you like to write we saw you writing stories like you're gonna hate this thing don't be an engineer you know and I thought what a cool way to parent even at that age and having grown up in that time in South Africa you know stuff like it's quite a refreshing anecdote you know so Mm. I mean like try to be real and don't put pressure on your kids you know they'll they'll turn out well I think I turned out well not bad I think she's she's proud of me and I think also um, the journey is one journey that one should not be scared of 
yeah. you know, seeing it through. You might have the support and feel like, oh, I need to go and get my dreams. Yeah. I've got a support structure back at home, wherever home is. Yeah. So let me leave my baby there. But sometimes pursuing yeah. your dreams while your child sees you pursue your dreams is makes it so much, so much better. Yeah. That, that's, that's my two cents about <laughs> parents who, are, who ought to be there, but due to circumstances can't. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, let's talk about writing. Yes. Uh, um, do you remember your first poem that you wrote because remember back in school they'd say all right you are either going to write a poem or you're going to write an essay or do you write do you remember your first poem that you wrote no but i do remember this is kind of later in my life i uh-huh. was in standard five uh-huh. i am of that generation a standard one uh-huh. and <laughs> i wrote a song about smoking Let's um, hear it. Smoking, smoking, smoking is dangerous. I mean, that's the cheesiest thing in the world. I was a complete nerd. Big fat. I was like, who, who does that? It's so embarrassing. And then we, we got the English teacher to like sit around and break and listen to us do. This is very embarrassing. So not, not my proudest work, but I remember that. There was a lot of songwriting. Uh-huh. Um, I was trying to be like Brenda Fassi, so I'd write these like... Oh, man. So my writing was mostly song, you know. And then later on, I'd write plays for my, the neighborhood kids. I don't okay. know what they were about. Uh-huh. But my brother and I, I talk about my brother a lot because you know we grew up quite closely together and we do the same thing. We work together. Yeah. So yeah, we used to host plays together at, in the backyard, and all these kids would come to our house during the holidays. And my mom would be like, "You are." It's too much. Ah, it's too much. Too guys. many kids. Too many kids. And yeah. also because like the thing about like having these play, right? At least you guys wrote them. Ah, we had to ah, improvise. Not Some of us, we like, we like, you saw what happened nah, on TV. we wrote it in our head. <laughs> oh, 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 you didn't write? No, oh. and our ancestors also wrote stories. Where oh, are they? They, yeah, they told us yeah. and they told us. I see what you mean. Because yeah, like, yeah. I never saw it like that. All, uh. all I saw that was like, yo, we saw something happen. Exactly. Let's see how we can make it yeah, happen. Yeah, we're writing. That's right. That's Tons credit. Yeah, that's and creativity. And no, yeah. all our ancestors were doing that. They were telling us all these stories about Radim or whatever it is. That's that's literature. Just because it wasn't written like the English did or whatever, it's that's yeah, literature. It's the, yeah, so we are we are fixated with the form. Yeah, and that's why Karaboli Dika is joining me tonight. She's here to teach us a thing or two about expressing um, creativity. Oh, and, and I also think like our stories matter. Yes. Um, you sound like you knew that from a young age. I Do you remember one story that like made you see yourself as a superhero or like something on TV? Oh, let me tell you a story that oh, I think I'm going to make this film when I was probably 13 or something. My mom, my mom is like a, a very flamboyant human being. She's mm-hmm. like a nurse, mm-hmm. but like a famous one. She knows like politicians. Everybody knows. Yeah. 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 My yeah. Needs, yeah. yeah. So one of her friend's daughters was working at Jamelie. Nice. Leave me mesh herself, guys. Leave me mesh herself. But like, I, I described myself. I'm like quite a nerdy. I was a nerdish kid who, yeah. who made a song about smoking yeah. and sang it to the English teacher. That's not a cool kid. Yeah. It's not a ki- kid that goes to Jam Ellie, you know? Yeah. Um, and then one day my mom was like, oh, Do you want to go to a TV show? I'm like, What TV show? Um, she doesn't tell me because she knew I'd, I'd say no, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, no, it's like I don't know, take five, whatever it is, some uh-huh, educational uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she goes and gets my hair relaxed, and she goes with this cool two piece, there's a mini skirt and like a. Scuppy yeah, because board. she's flamboyant, the style is also. Yes, there. now she's making me. I was like, I didn't yeah, know yeah. I was going. I got to, so I got. I was in Pretoria. I lived in Sochanguve. Mm, I don't know anything mm, about mm, Joburg, mm, and I'm seeing all these billboards. They came to fetch me, and I was gonna like spend the night at this woman's home uh-huh. with you know the pr- production assistant. And then at night, I'm sitting there in the bed and they tell me I'm going to jam early. 
Yeah, yeah. So my first experience of of television, I'd never seen a television set, and that set was wild. It was pink. Right. It was so flamboyant. It was. Colorful. Yo. It looked like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. I want to recreate it. I'm going to make a film about a girl from Sashanguve who goes to JML for the first time. But the whole thing is like an ode to Vmash because she was there. Oh, she was man. like, yo, baby, how are you? Oh, I don't know. And she was like there in like the dressing room and the lights. It looked like TV. It was TV, but oh, it looked like man. a movie. That's so crazy. And she was wearing this like skinny, like this short sequin dress, like an icon, really, like a black I got, woman icon. I got, man, so rest in peace. I got yeah. goosebumps hearing you reflect. Cause yeah. I swear, what my two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a. Uh, I was chatting to my friends, yeah, and we we're just talking about like, there's no way V Mash is scripted. No, there no, was a script, no. yeah. and then she delivered what she felt, yeah, and the director knew not to say cut. Yeah, man. And yeah. because of how she delivered those links, yeah. she literally set the bar for personalities and presenters like me who just okay i see where we're yeah. going can i add my persona can i be myself you know what i because mean what sets you apart from and also like being because that's like being with you god bless you it feels like you're with a person and yeah. not like a machine you yeah. know and like as kids you have to deal with a lot of kids when i think about yeah. it like and being warm and being herself yeah. i was like yo i got a penty well that's what she's <laughs> And I was like, oh my goodness, I'll see what home. I'm just a girl from Japan, so I'm But I was enamored because she was so cool. Oh, and man. sorry to be so forward. It's like for me, like a black feminist icon, a womanist yeah. icon. She was like the real, like, you know, vision of freedom and being yourself and being excellent, you know? And can you believe me as like a person who works in TV? That was my first exposure. The Mash was my first Dude. entry to and Jam Ali. So I want to make a feature film about a girl that goes to Jam Eddie. She's awkward. She's weird. I'm ready to be Nimrod. I'll even oh, shave yeah, my. I'll, I'll shave my hair. I'm. I'm good. Yeah, you could do well. <laughs> you could do Nimrod. Yes, it was Nimrod. Uh, and that the Wilson Bean. You remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the voice. That's why I'm choosing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got Yeah, I got I got the Nimrod yeah. like structure. Like, You're gonna you know? have to find a V-Mash. but I think yeah. I have faith in us. No, no, no. I think uh, we put it out. And you yeah. know one thing about the universe and God. I believe in God. Yeah. He answers prayers. You know. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's quick like this. Oh, you good. Know? I'm glad I put it out there. But yeah, thank you to Jam Ellie and yeah. may her soul rest in peace. She was phenomenal. I'm your host, Smash Africa for the Babies, and I'm hanging out with the award-winning writer, Karabo Litika, ladies and gentlemen. Please give her a round of applause. And also, not only is she an award-winning writer, she's an amazing director, an amazing producer, and human being. Human being, most important. Yeah, do they say that about you at work? Like, oh, yeah, Karabo, you are like such an amazing me. human being. You encourage us. Yeah. You support they, us. They like you me. Listen to us. You know? At some point, I thought maybe I have a problem. I need to go to therapy because uh, I like being liked. You uh, know, because it's weird. Ooh, you like like me, love me. My father left me, <laughs> love me. So you start doing things that are pretty <laughs> outside of yourself, <laughs> or you say too many yeses. And yes. then you start resenting people. Yes. And then you're like, oh man, I must you, say no. Are you talking about me? Yeah, look at me. Okay. Look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking so, about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm your mean, therapist. Like, we just met. We just met like yeah. um, 20, 20 something minutes ago. Like, yeah. okay, let's say 40 minutes ago. So you know <laughs> what I'm saying. I know. And yeah. I did something called shadow work. 
Oh, you know damn. shadow work? Tell me, because since we got here, I think you're you're gonna be my spiritual, my, my guide. <laughs> Journaling, shadow work. I've heard about it, but I don't. Please, please explain. Yeah. So um, I, I I went on this um, uh, shadow work thing, mm-hmm. and essentially it spoke to the shadow of me. So why am I the person that I am? Mm-hmm. And speaking of like, um, uh, I guess people like me, mm-hmm. people like me equals people pleasing. Mm-hmm. So if they don't like me, I need to please them. Exactly. If they don't accept me, they need to tolerate me, you know? Yeah. And it asked me something like, do you find yourself always making a joke out of This awkward? is me! <laughs> oh my no, uh, this is me! <laughs> So it's yeah. it's a it's a it's, it's, a, it's a whole lot more intricate than how I've set it up. But I, I yeah I get it. Yeah, I'll send you a link. And I'll continue to go look. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send you a link. Yeah. All you have to do is just yeah. do what that person says. But I just needed to set you up. Thank you. God. Um, and also another thing about shadow work that I learned is our shadows are valid. Mm. We ca- dog, you know the moment. The moment the sun comes up, mm. we see our shadows. The whole time. The moment there's no sun, mm. there's no artificial light, we don't see the shadow. So uh. we're in the dark. So it's part of you. It's so you can't. You yep. can't let go yeah, of yeah, the shadow. Can't, you can't throw it away. You, you know. To reckon, yeah. So you you need to reconcile whatever you need to reconcile Got with, it. and take it so, from So so yeah. So so the the likability when you start saying no because saying yes is untenable. Yes. It's unsustainable. Mm. And then you realize they still like you. So. It's okay. Whether they like you or not is not a thing, yes. but it's important. When did to that say happen no. for you, though? It's happening. COVID was a big part of it um, because you have to sit with yourself and reckon yeah. with yourself, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of us had to go Google therapist, ask our friends, you know, do you have <laughs> a good number, you know? Yes. I think I, yeah, I got into therapy, yeah, about two years ago. Mm, mm. It's, it's hard. I run away from it a lot. And then in moments of crisis, I go back. That's yeah. not a good way. Yeah. But That's not I, how it's done. No. Now, I love that you mentioned that our mm. industry, yeah. the entertainment industry, in fact, needs medical aid yeah. for therapists. Yeah. You know, like freelancers don't get benefits. No. I made a joke about that earlier on. If it went over your head now, nah, well, it's back. Um, when you are going through doubting your craft, your yeah. art, and what you know you are good at, mm. who's the first person you'd run to? Was it your brother? Uh, your, my brother's a very affirming person in mm. my life. Um, I owe a lot of what I do to him. He's mm. the one who got me out of mechanical engineering mm. and said, go study this. So he's great. Mm. Uh, but he's a very busy man. He doesn't have time to be like, oh, batunka, ribatunga, wana And he's like quite man. He's like a man. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But I found in, in my life, I was fortunate enough to meet a community of women, really brilliant mm. uh, black women filmmakers, both, a lot of women. I a lot of beautiful women. We were working on a short film slate together, and you end up on a WhatsApp group. Like mm. you, you end up in a five <laughs> WhatsApp group. So I'm in a super WhatsApp group. Yes, like yes. Incredibly yes. talented women. Like I know I'm doing a shout out. Yo, yes. shout out to my people. <laughs> Let me get the whole section. Let me get the whole section. Everybody gets a shout out. <laughs> so yeah, you, you learn to form community because you you have the same concerns, you have the same experiences, you know. Mm. And I would encourage everybody to find community. I'm sure you have community. Yes. So it's like, yes. often it's like you're moaning about, you know, problems in the industry. Or it's like, yo, are there jobs? I'm, mm. I'm out of writing jobs. Does mm. anybody know this? Does anybody know that? It's, bec- it's, it's been about five or six years. I might be wrong, but it's 
community has helped me a lot. Man, yeah. community is everything. Yeah. Um, damn. It just hit me now, like the sermon yesterday. Mm. But I don't want to take people to church. But community is everything because you get to connect um, at the heart of what makes us human beings. Yeah. The core fabric, you know. Yeah. Um, if like the saying, you, if you want to go far, you can't do it alone. Yeah, it it also asks community asks you to also be kind of honest, right? Yeah, you can't. It's not passy word. And it's not like accountable. Yo. Yes, because you you have to be like, yo, guys, ish, I'm broke. Ish, guys, yo, I don't. You can't lie, otherwise it doesn't work for you. It's not called beneficial if you're pretentious. That's not community. That's like I don't know what that is. That's that's the, cruise. That's or, the north. Yeah. <laughs> Burn. Okay. O- okay. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> okay. segue. We got a segue. Right, okay. We got a segue. So, in an industry where you, you you know the industry, women are underappreciated in the industry. In fact, women are just used. How do we get to change that narrative? And is it something that the industry wants? Is it, is it what they want? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to, I guess, balance out everything in terms of who's been benefiting from the industry? Mm-hmm. Or is it even like a, a real thing to want? Yeah, this is an interesting question because I think about it a lot. And I was thinking about it on Women's Day. I was going to write on my Facebook, Happy, do not call us when your production is sinking yes. and you finished all the budget because yes. you didn't budget right and you hired the wrong men. Yeah. And you're calling us to yes. save your production yes. and all your budget is finished. Yes. Day, happy that day. Don't call us. <laughs> just, I'm just like, so clearly we're valuable yes. because when things hit the fan. Yeah. Radio, yeah, no, yeah. Man, you, you are so censored. <laughs> yeah, I I'm it. a writer. I'm yeah. a TV writer. I, I, I worked I, at the ACBC. <laughs> yeah, so, so clearly we're valuable. You value our skills, but you don't call us initially when you are brainstorming the idea, when you're signing the contract, when you're popping the champagne, you call us to save the sinking ship, right? Yeah. So, cool, we know that we're valuable, but you don't value us because what we do is save you. Mm-hmm. Saviors are valuable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You, you can't. Superman, you, you can't be like, ah, just bring Malumisi people from next door to come and, you know, save the planet. You call it, when, it, when the world is burning, you're calling Superman. Nee. And the only Superman <laughs> are women. <laughs> yeah, because they call us in crisis and they don't value us because Superman, yeah. you see, it's yeah. what they do to Spider-Man yeah. or Shep. So I'm just saying, so what we're going to do is maybe like Ava Duvernay, the situation, she's great. Mm, she, she found, mm. she found, her power and what she did is put women on so that you can't deny that women can direct or produce. That's what she does. And women can shoot as well. Yeah, and I'm going to do that. You know? Yeah, so I think it's only a matter of time. And it's not a South African problem. It's a worldwide problem. Women are not allowed to direct. You, it, we just don't seem like, you know, we can do the thing or shoot, you know? Yes, yes, It's not enough. Yes. But I think it's going to work. There are a lot of women trying to make it work. We're going to get there. We got babies um, for those who have kids mm. and their daughters mm. and they're listening to this interview. And for me, it's like, what I'm picking up is like, we're going to do it. Oh, we're going to do it. In spite of your support, yes. it's going to happen. We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it small, small. We're going to do it. We're banding up. We have community. We have WhatsApp groups, guys. Yeah. We're, we are working on this thing. That you know? is so big. I love that. Now, also, how do we, how do we um, nurture that culture now, like with community and where you come from? And I find, I'm from Bloom. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing that I picked up about my neighborhood, um, and especially where I'm from, it's in tatters, man. It looks bad, you know. Mm. They messed they messed up my city, okay? Yeah. And you look around and you're like, I don't love what I'm seeing around where I'm growing. It does not it looks bad, bad, bad. Yeah. You know? And due to politicians and mm. all of that jazz. But I'm not gonna get into that. Sure. Um it also becomes hard for people who grew up in those environments to love themselves. Mm. How do we change? Can we change the way yeah. we look at ourselves? Or do you think so? Because I believe writers have the yeah. power to to let the people know how to look at themselves, you know? Yeah, my, so, so imagine if I made a film about a girl from your neighborhood who goes to Jam Ali mm. and then she's just like, wow, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she, it maybe changes her perspective about, you know, her self-esteem, you know? Yeah. She's just cool. Maybe she was bullied in school, whatever it is, you yeah. know? So I'm trying to make films and TV shows that are subtle and nuanced and are quite specific about where we come from and mm. there's no one burning or being raped or mm. um, something that we're so charming as a as a people, you know? Ne? We have we have so such weird idiosyncrasies. We have like we have ticks, we have boom, mama go next door. We have we have community we have we are great as people and I don't, I think we don't look we don't put the microscope on us to tell like really cool inspiring stories yeah. they don't have to be cheesy or positive or whatever but they can be a little bit more subtle than you know what's prevalent on screen and i'm not opposed to that i'm just saying there could be diverse narratives about ourselves i really love that and i think that's where it starts you know i've been saying to my audience you gotta love yourself you gotta say mm. say kind things to yourself yeah. you don't have to say yo mm. but you can say oh i'm not today mm. i'm radical I mean that that's some some positivity and it has nothing to do with the ego or being yeah. pompous or making it about how you look yeah. but it's just your attitude you know what I mean so and yeah. and I think like I, I think if we say that often enough yeah we start believing it and when we start so. believing it we start living it and when we start live you know I think so I think yeah storytellers we we can do a bit more of that yeah a lot more of that yeah all right I want to talk about this now collaboration is at the heart of a successful um, project. Yeah. Um, what has collaboration taught you about the value that you bring mm -hmm. and taught you about yourself? Um, I grew up, uh, so in terms of my television and film work, I grew up in the writer's room mm -hmm. and it was usually a stand-up comedy writer's mm -hmm. room. Mm -hmm. So... We did, so when I was a kid, I was pretty young. I was kind of like script coordinating and being on screen and doing, you did everything mm. on the Pure Minati show, right? Mm -hmm. That was like a, a really crazy young show. We were all young, we didn't know what we were doing, mm -hmm. you know? But what we relied on was ourselves because we knew we wanted to tell the story of South Africa in a funny way, mm. but we knew that South Africa is so different that we needed to rely on somebody from Kronstadt. Mm. We needed somebody from Tushanguve. Mm. We needed somebody from Cape Town. Mm. We knew that we were not a singular voice you know mm. so that was a collaborative space and i've always been in rooms that are collaborative so the brainstorm for me is kind of like a symbol of how i work in the industry mm. that every voice matters because if it's singular it's kind of boring it is dude. <laughs> like 
I don't want to listen to. I don't want to listen to one. I mean, it's boring. Yeah, boring. Bro, yeah, boring. And and I I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, the people don't get it. And I'm yeah. talking about the people who give the contracts. Yeah, they bo- just yeah, bo- don't get it, it's just bro. So I think yeah, so what? Yeah, what? And then I write in room. Today mm-hmm. I was in a room, and the beauty of the writing room is that you need as as many talented voices as possible, but mm-hmm. from different. Because if you if you're creating a universe, it can't be singular. Yes. It needs like different coloring and we need a, a pink pen a yellow one you know to make it like beautiful so i and as a director you you lead the creative voice of the show but you are nothing without yeah. the entire team nothing oh you know? man yeah so i really love that yeah. so well put i'm gonna put it in a tiktok <laughs> I got the audio. I got the audio for it. Now also um what kind of director are you uh, when you're mm-hmm. on set? Are you the one that gets everywhere scared like ooh oh please look at ooh. no <laughs> no so I'll, I'm going to get a little bit political cuz mm. being on set as a woman director there's a lot of like ooh hey yeah no today's going to be hard I eat. she doesn't know what she's doing right yeah, yeah. so you always strike a balance between quite authoritative oh, yeah. but kind and collaborative yeah. right cuz if you go on your own they'll be like ah leave her mm. let's see where mm. she's going to go mm, mm, mm. and then if you Pretend, or if you don't know what you're doing, or if you're not prepared, they're gonna take over your set and do whatever they want. Uh, you know. So I'm somewhere between in control, uh, but quite collaborative and kind. Uh-huh. And yeah. So it's a it's a bit of a delicate dance. You know what I I, I look at a set as I look at a set as Johannesburg. Because, you know, like, everyone in Johannesburg thinks they are a boss. Mm, <laughs> Until the real boss comes. Yeah. <laughs> and then what you do, so if you've prepared, so if you've spoken to them before you start shooting, they mm. know what they're doing. But if you don't, then you're in trouble. Mm. So if you don't plan with them and you're like, I can't wait, now we're out So let's do this and that. And then they have, you know, they can control their departments. And then, really but then like we're that. collaborating. But then if we all don't know what we're doing, then it's going to be like Jovek, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you this question uh, before we talk about the future and what it looks like. Um, the power of street education mm-hmm. with formal education, which is school, so tertiary, cool. yeah. You know, mm. like what, what value do you think that brings to the entertainment game in your experience, would you say? Sure, this is a difficult question because... I went to, did I even finish my NSFS? I think I did, I don't know. But I went to, I I did a a a, a Bachelor of Arts degree called Film and Media Studies at UCT. Mm. It it, it was difficult, you know, because, you know, the circumstances where I grew up, whatever. Um, But it was a great eye-opener into the world. I feel like like as a storyteller, I was kind of catapulted into a strange world. Cape Town is strange, Mm. and UCT as a campus is strange, Mm. as you know. Mm. know, So that was interesting. And then you get to learn about Scorsese. We also learned about, like, Prophets of the City and Graffiti because they were, like, introducing, you know, Mm -hmm. hip-hop into the Mm -hmm. curriculum. So it was great as a reference material. But I don't think any of it gave me hard skills to do what I do. I had to learn on the job. I had to read scripts. I had to watch tons of films and TV, you know? So there's a balance. But I feel now in this world, I feel like education is very elitist. And the internet is a bit of a leveler, you know? Mm. I feel like there's a lot we can do to arm ourselves with knowledge and watch stuff, you know? And not to be dissuaded by lack of access to, very hard to access higher education. So... That's what I think. Damn, girl. <laughs> what does the future look like? 
What you got? What do you have in store for us? Oh, feature films. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping to to make feature films that are cool. Have cool black people from Sashanguve and Pitona North and yeah. Soweto and just cool people. Yeah. Maybe dancing to house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just cool. Having kind of like crises, mm-hmm. maybe like a breakdown, a depression in like corporate South Africa. You know, kind of like that. Yeah. Maybe problems between mom and daughters in like their 30s, you know? Uh-huh. Small stories. Real life stories. Yeah, quirky, some dark humor. Ooh, kisona. Ooh, eh, nana. Maybe I'll make a, 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 a film called Ooh, eh, nana. Unona hana horo, dese. Ooh, we let, but see, see, wana 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 because yeah, she fails. <laughs> she keeps failing. Because my poor, I am a madly. And wha- how do you say "wenana" in, in English? I knew you can't. Oh, I can't know now how to do it. No way, nana. Oh man. Thank you so much for coming ah, through. This was great. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this uh, interview. I, I actually just don't want, I don't want to stop talking, but I have to play music. Um, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was my guest for Visual Digital, Karaboli Dija. And uh, thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for being the light. Thank you for sharing our stories. And may God bless you. Thank you. And same to you. I, I, uh, it's, it's mutual. The feeling is mutual. Five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa.